Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Warning. This program may contain material of an explicit or graphic nature. Viewer discretion is advised. Broadcasting Undead from the B-Ward, this is the Postmortem Show bonus content. I'm Dom. And I'm JD, and today we're going to bring you our worst 10 horror movies of the 2010s, 2010 to 2019. Strong decade, a lot of shit. Worst horror movies of the decade. And one of the worst horror movies I have ever seen in my life came out this decade. (laughs) (laughs) And that's my number one. (laughs) My two. (laughs) Yes, I, I know it would be. And we're kind of going to do this, uh, not the worst actual 10 movies, but the worst movie of each year, how we did our best horror movies of the year. So, you know, it might not be the worst 10 movies per se, but each one of these movies deserves to be talked about. So clench your gut muscles and prepare to launch out some turds. <laughs> and I tried not to stay with low-hanging fruit, but I had to go there with my number 10, Dom. Yeah. Because my number 10 in 2010 is A Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake. Mine as well. Okay. The worst of the remakes. The worst of the remakes. And Jackie Earl Haley is a fucking hell of an actor. And he was a good pick. You need to watch the movie Little Children's Soul. You still haven't watched it? (sighs) Yeah. I've (laughs) talked to you about doing it as a watch this fucker. You can't pull the trigger. Yes, there are some molestation elements of the movie, but... I think you can get past that. Like, yeah. if you can watch We Need to Talk About Kevin, you can watch a little bit. Yeah, it's I, no worse than We Need to Talk About Kevin gotcha. as far as its content. Yeah. You know, it's it's very graphic. It's hard to watch. But the performances of Patrick Wilson and Jackie Earl, Haley, and Jackie Earl Haley make it one of the best movies of the year, I would okay. say. So. He, he's a fantastic actor. And on another planet, he would – or like in another dimension, he would be a great pick for, for Freddy Krueger in terms of his acting chops. And, you know, the, the more kind of serious Freddy Krueger that they were going for. And even 
I actually kind of liked the elements of the the movie being about a molestation survivor. Like, that's basically what the movie was a psychological profile of. But in spite of all of those good things, it's still a fucking bad movie. I really believe that he was cast in A Nightmare on Elm Street based on his role in Little Children. Yeah, it's very likely. It was in 2006. The remake came out in 2010. And there's a scene with him. He's like a predator, you know? Mm. There's a scene with him with a full-on, like, flip-flops and a snorkel and stuff going to the public pool. And everyone's swimming having a good time till they realize who's in the pool and how everyone gets out of the pool and how everyone starts to leave. And, like, after they get out of the pool, they're, like, scrubbing themselves because they were in the pool with them and stuff. Wow. It is a powerful scene that actually makes you feel bad for the fucker. Mm -hmm. Like, it made me kind of feel bad for this fucking piece of shit. And he's a sympathetic character. But, man, Jackie Earl Haley... He's a great actor, mm-hmm. and I think that that's why they cast him in this role, but all the rest of the shit didn't work. He was all right, but yeah. all the rest didn't work. And his face looked like shit with the burnt nose. Yeah. Well, and his face was mostly CG. And <laughs> yeah. you, just, you just can't do that. Yeah, it's terrible. All right, since that was your number 10 also, we'll get to my number 9. My number 9 is a movie that I don't think we've ever, ever talked about on the show. And that's probably because it doesn't deserve to be talked about. <laughs> that's 2011's. Priest, a priest fighting vampires. Have you seen? I have not seen this. No, it's like Underworld. Worse though, it's like the movie Underworld with the action horror. If you turn up the action, turn down the horror, and like incorporated and didn't have Kate Beckinsale's leather clad ass. (laughs) Didn't have her fucking leather clad ass bouncing around. It was almost like a video game or something. It's like Assassin's Creed priest vampire movie or something. I'll skip it. It's pretty fucking <laughs> terrible. Never been talked about on the show, but man, when it comes to 2011, I couldn't think of anything worse. Yeah. My 2011 movie is a movie. It's a movie based on a comic book. It's a movie based on an excellent comic book that I fucking love. And it is a movie that if any comic book adaptation should be awesome in the realm of horror, it should be this movie. And another movie came out many, many years before that was based on it, but they didn't have the licensing to do it. And the the good movie that's based on this property is uh, Cemetery Man, which is an excellent movie. But 2011's Dylan Dog Dead of Night is an offensively bad movie. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that almost was mine. Yeah. But uh, for some reason, I thought you were going to have it. And I'm... I need to watch Cemetery Man again. I remember it from my childhood, but I don't think I have the appreciation I need to. About. It's it's on my uh, list of nostalgia killers movies that we need to that we need to rewatch. Yeah, um, I love Cemetery Man. It's an excellent movie. It's based on the Dylan Dog comics, but it's not. It's it's original characters because they couldn't get the licensing for it. Um, fucking Dead of Night, though, man. They they just took something that is Dylan Dog is existence like the sixties. And there's so much good content, and all they would have had to have done was adapt any of that good content. <laughs> and instead, they gave us this piece of shit. <laughs> My number eight for 2012. I have two different movies, because no matter what, I'm pretty sure that one of these is going to be yours. That's why I took them both down. Okay. And I do have some honorable mentions later, but instead of, in lieu of that, I'm going to tell you both of these movies. And you can tell me which one you picked. Okay. <laughs> and that is Silent Hill Revelation that's 3D. It. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and Pascal Lafayette's The Tall Man, Fuck. which we talked about in our good movies, yeah. you know. What a, what a abandonment of things that are good. And he went down the wrong path. He just did it for man. the money. I Jessica Biel and stuff. It's just like, 
It's like the equivalent of like urban legend or something. The bye bye man. Or the bye bye <laughs> yeah. man. After you make martyrs, then you make the bye bye man. Yeah. You know, fucking ridiculous. But let's talk about Silent Hill Revelation 3D. I know you love Silent Hill, the game, the movie. I know you love all things Silent Hill, you know, the soundtrack, everything about it, the imagery, and Silent Hill Revelation 3D must have been the most disappointing piece of shit ever to occur on cinema for you. It hurt me. <laughs> this movie hurt me. This movie put me in therapy. So Silent Hill Revelation is based on Silent Hill 3, which is not my favorite Silent Hill game. Silent Hill 2 is my favorite Silent Hill game, but... Arguably, on paper, Silent Hill 3 is the best Silent Hill game. It is the most comprehensive story. It has the most in-depth characters. Lend itself better to a movie then, huh? Yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, Silent Hill 2 was far too abstract to lend itself to a movie. So I understand why they just bypassed it. Um, but Silent Hill 3 has so much good shit going for it. And this sums up, other than the fact that it's an absolute CG clusterfuck, what sums up what makes Silent Hill Revelation so bad is that they took the character Vincent who in the game is a raving psychopath, fucking scary as hell, evil, evil dude, took all of the evil out of him and turned him into a love interest. <laughs> that is what is wrong with this movie. It just shows how little they got what Silent Hill 3 was trying to be. They didn't understand the source material and tried to do their own Hollywood yeah, bullshit based exactly. on the success of the first movie, and that's what you get. Yeah, and uh, it... A lot went wrong between the first Silent Hill movie and the second Silent Hill movie behind the scenes. You know, the the original writer uh, uh, got in a, a, a drunken accident and killed someone and had to go to prison for manslaughter. And, like, like a, a lot of shit that they had planned going into this movie, like, went away. You know, Christoph Gans, who directed Brotherhood of the Wolf, directed the first Silent Hill movie. He's an excellent fucking director. But then when the writer was out and they brought in these shitty Hollywood screenwriters... Christoph Gantz was like, I want nothing to do with this movie. And he fucking bailed. And then the rest of it was just like these people who didn't know what they were doing, doing a cash grab left to their own devices. Yeah, that's fucked up. All they had to do was take the script for Silent Hill 3, the game, and turn it into a movie. It's not that fucking hard. <laughs> Speaking of big budget Hollywood bullshit and way too much CGI, my number seven from 2013 is World War Z. Starring Brad Pitt. I've never seen that movie, and I never will. Good. <laughs> Brad Pitt acting his ass off, though. Yeah. Like, he he's, he's not good, bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's not him that's bad. It's the fact that this is the CGI clusterfuck of running zombies. You know, the running, climbing over each creating other a, zombies, Creating a wave. Creating a wave of zombies to where it's, like, so much CG to where, like, there's limbs flying everywhere as they create this ball up the thing. It's, it's Michael Bay zombies. Yeah, Michael Bay zombies. It's everything I hate about modern horror. It's everything they get wrong. Yeah. All rolled up into one. And it's an ad adaptation of a book, which a lot of people say fuck this, this ain't like the real book and this adaptation is bad and blah, 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 which also pissed me off even though I never read the book or care about the book per se, but I hate when I love a book and the movie doesn't get it right. Yeah. So what I've gathered, again, having never seen the movie, but having seen plenty of stuff about it, what I gather is from it is that they figured out, their special effects people who did the digital effects figured out how to make this zombie wave thing and then they just made a movie around it. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> My 2013 movie is a sequel to a movie that I think is kind of underrated. Uh, the movie that I believe is underrated is The Haunting in Connecticut. I actually think that that's a pretty goddamn good movie, especially for PG-13 ghost horror. But The Haunting in Connecticut 2 from 2013 
is a fucking garbage-ass movie, and you can tell it's a fucking garbage-ass movie from the very title, because it's called The Haunting in Connecticut 2, Ghosts of Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to make a movie called... Georgia, Connecticut. Yeah, exactly. You know where Georgia is in Connecticut? (laughs) That's right. Like When your geography is not even right. I mean, they just call it The Haunting in Georgia. From the producers of The Haunting in Connecticut. Comes The Haunting in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. But... Aside from that, it's a bad fucking movie. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> the Hunting in Connecticut, it was bad too, and just fucking of its time, you know. Oh, it's, def- it's definitely the throwing a up of that time. weird thing the that like moves around and stuff. That's yeah. basically the, like you said about coming up with a scene and making a movie around it. Oh, here's this throw up scene. If we have this effect, we're gonna put it out of this kid's mouth and blah blah blah. And then, yeah. I, I think it has more to it than that, though, because I, I really like the corpses in the walls, and I really like the flashback to the old seances. Like, there, it had a lot going for it, but it's early 2010s PG-13 ghost horror. You can it, only go so far with no it. It's no more than a six, and that's being forgiven. And when you make a sequel to that, and you call it Haunting in Connecticut, <laughs> Ghost of Georgia, <laughs> you can expect a 1.5 at the strongest. <laughs> Haunting in Connecticut 3, Ghosts of Georgia, colon... Haunted California. (laughs) Ghost of Georgia, colon, no, the real Georgia, like the one in Europe. (laughs) Europe, Los Angeles. (laughs) My number six from 2014, featuring our buddy Hornswoggle, Leprechaun Origins. Man, what a fucking shitty movie. It could have been anyone in that costume. Talking about a reboot, too, like, that loses everything that made the original work. Trying to make it serious. Trying to thermal vision leprechaun stalking camera. What the fuck? Leprechaun was all about the one-liners and the the leprechaun comedy horror. The great kills. Yeah. And this movie didn't have any of that. And, you know, they, they build Hornswoggle, and I guess that was Dylan in the costume. I didn't talk to him about it, you know, when he did our show. It didn't even have Francis from Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, come on, what the fuck, man? The original Leprechaun yeah. at least had Francis. And, it, yeah, I mean, it could have been a, a child in that costume. It could have just been a fucking CG thing, you know? It, it, you barely even saw any of it anyway. I asked I asked Hornswoggle for a discount on his booking fee based on this movie. <laughs> When we use them. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I will agree to that. But then again, you made Leprechaun Origins. So you should do the show for free. (laughs) (laughs) Number five. Or number six. I have uh, my 2014 movie still. Which is It Follows. And nothing happens. It Follows. Or just start up. Just say it again and say, like, my 2014. My 2014 movie is It Follows. And nothing happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Could have been my 2014 as well. Um, Exor- an exercise in fucking boredom. Another year where they're interchangeable, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a movie that gets a lot of love. Like, it does. Yeah, and, and I don't get it. I don't get it either. My number five is a 2015 movie that made us know the name of Will Hosley. <laughs> We've known Bill Mosley for a while, yeah. but... The Will Hosley factor is what we describe at the postmortem show when an actor takes that money and don't give a single shit. They don't even phone it in. They they <laughs> they take two cans with a string between them and they can string it in. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't even give a shit. They don't even give a fart. Yeah. Not even one of those farts that squeeze out, you know, <laughs> not, that you try not, to restrain. Not even a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and man, Bill Mosley and Kane Hodder, respectively, 
an old 37. Yep. One of my first bad movies I reviewed on the show, a movie about this family of like ambulance workers who goes and kills people instead of like helping them with the ambulance, takes them back to their house. It is one of the worst pieces of shit I have ever seen. It is the worst movie of 2015 by far. By far. By leaps and bounds. Yeah. I haven't seen it, so I, I can't judge it. And I, <laughs> I, I, I never will based on your <laughs> review. Uh, my 2015 movie. So here's the thing about this movie. I've talked a lot of shit about this movie. This movie got my Morty for the worst movie of 2015. Or my, my Biffy for the worst movie of 2015. And uh, I will stand by the fact that it is a bad movie that I do not enjoy for now. But the director has redeemed himself leaps and bounds with his most recent movie, which was The Lighthouse, to the point that I'm willing to actually go back and give this movie another chance at some point. I just haven't had the time or the brain power to pull a trigger on it. And that's The Witch. I am of the same mindset. Yeah. I think that maybe with the success of The Lighthouse, maybe I need to rewatch The Witch. We've shit on it for years. Years. But I just think that. And I've, I've argued with people that it's a bad movie. <laughs> like people whose opinions I respect on things. It's, it's a bad movie, Dom. I'm, I don't think we're going to change our opinions on The Witch. Yeah. It is ham handed. The dialogue's fucking terrible. We love Black Phillip, but there's just not enough going on in that movie. Yeah. And where he succeeded with The Lighthouse, where he failed with The Witch for me, was he gave us everything we wanted and then went in these directions and everything so much more than I ever expected or wanted. It exceeded expectations. And The Witch may have, may have been a victim of its own hype. Oh, big time. Yeah, for sure. And all those pretentious motherfuckers saying it's the best movie ever. Yeah. All right. My number four from 2016. This is where we get into our Mortys and our Piffies, Dom. This is when the show started. When we actually came up with these end-of-the-year awards, in 2016, my worst movie of the year was The Darkness, featuring Kevin Bacon and the woman from Silent Hill. Oh, yeah. Rod Mitchell, yeah. Yeah, that movie was fucking terrible. Yeah. Especially, like, Kevin Bacon did Stir of Echoes. Yeah. That's an underrated good movie. And Rod Mitchell's great, too. Yeah, yeah. She's good in, in pretty much everything she does. But the direction, the writing of this movie, and the characters, and anyone else that's not those two characters... Everyone else in the movie shits the bed 100%. The daughter and everything. So you could have the greatest actors in the world, but when you're laying in a shitty bed, you got to get some turds on you. <laughs> uh, my 2016 worst movie is another exercise in absolute boredom, and that is I am the pretty thing that lives in the house. Oh, yeah. That fucking movie sucks. Yeah, <laughs> big time. And it's another one that gets a lot of love and the, the people talk about how good it is. And and it should be something, I think, on paper that I would like. You know, it's a, a psychological ghost movie, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But it's just it's not very well done. And uh, it is it puts you to sleep faster than fucking muscle relaxers. <laughs> yeah, I'm the pretty thing that lives in the house. I got about. 30 minutes in, just based on good reviews, I'm like, I'm going to watch this. And I think that that director, was it Black Coat's Daughter? Same director as Black Coat's Daughter, right? Is, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, Black Coat's Daughter, I fucking love it. It's a great movie. I yeah. watch this movie. I'm the pretty thing that lives in the house. And I watched it and I said, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know how I finally finished that movie? Because I started it twice before. 
Uh, and you moved and, into and the I house fa- and, and I fell asleep. Put on some makeup. Yeah, exactly. And, and became, became the, the pretty, pretty thing. Yourself? No, I fucking finished it. Finally, watching it in increments at the gym while I was on the fucking treadmill on my iPad. <laughs> That's the only way that I was able to stay awake for that movie to give it an accurate review. You had to be actually doing cardio at the yeah. time of watching it. <laughs> I had to be sweating in order to stay awake during this movie. <laughs> my number three from 2017. Is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. One of the most boring movies I've ever seen. Something that never needs to be seen by anyone. It's based on a book, and I won't read the book based on how shitty the movie was. Wow. And that is The Snowman. Oh, The yeah. Snowman, Dom. Yeah, I, I didn't pull the trigger on that, <laughs> and I'm glad that I didn't. I'm telling you, man, I've never been more bored with a movie than The Snowman. It is the most boring movie of all time. Yeah. Most boring. That's what I hear. Even worse than some of my... Number two and number one. Yeah, because we were going to at the movies that one. And for some reason, I was like... I, I said, no, yeah. Dom, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> Dom, you're my friend. Don't do it. Don't, don't watch pull it. the trigger. I'm sorry, don't. Yeah. We got to change this. Well, th- there was something about it, and I don't know what it was, because I didn't even read reviews, but there was just something about it where I was like, I kept putting it off. You know, I kept procrastinating watching the movie, and finally you hit me up, and you were like, don't watch the movie. I'm like, sweet. No don't problem Don't do there. it no matter what. <laughs> I want to save your family, Dom. Don't do it. (laughs) My 27 movie is another offensively bad movie, but it's even more offensively bad than Silent Hill Revelation because it is made by the person who made the original movie that this movie is a sequel to. And he totally forgot how to make his own movie good. (laughs) Ridley Scott, hang up the boots because Alien Covenant was a piece of shit. You put the fucking xenomorph out there in the light. What do you expect? Not only did you put the xenomorph out in the light, but you didn't even have the decency to make it a practical xenomorph. You made it a fucking PlayStation graphic. And I'm not talking PlayStation 3. I'm talking PlayStation. Where's those tall, skinny African guys in suits when you need them? Oh, God. You, yeah, you know, that's... What's that guy's name? That actor that played the xenomorph? Uh, he was fucking awesome. That, yeah. That, he was, he's like from Africa, yeah. right? And he's like very, very tall, very, very yeah. skinny. One, he's one of the underrated character actors of all time. I know we've he's, seen the praises he's, he's, of the he's dudes. Dead. And, um, he's dead now, I think. Well, way to shit on his grave dump yeah. by not remembering his name. God damn it. Why can't I? And, and like, I, I would know that any other time, but you put me on the spot. They, they should have got the dudes to play the fucking alien. <laughs> yes, they should have. <laughs> that would have been fucking yeah. awesome. But yeah, Ridley Scott, like, I I was an apologist for Proteus or for Prometheus. I, uh, Prometheus isn't fucking terrible. It's just way too long. Yeah. The backstory, like the beginning of the movie before you get to space and stuff, when it's like the dude and he falls apart in the river yeah. and stuff, there's some good stuff there. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the problem the with Prometheus is, is there was just a couple stupid things in it. It's just too yeah. long. Yeah. I didn't like the fucking sap, the happy, funny cyborg guy and all that shit. Yeah. So. But God damn it, Alien Covenant. Hang it up, man. <laughs> Hang up those boots. Put your guns in the ground. You can't shoot them anymore. <laughs> All right. My number two, 2018, is Keep Watching. Didn't see it. Good. It's a found footage, like, security camera-based movie featuring Carl from The Walking Dead, and it is one of the worst things ever. I think they had to name it Keep Watching to try to, like, influence you subconsciously <laughs> to not turn it off. <laughs> When the title is just <laughs> begging you to keep it on. <laughs> Please don't turn this movie off. Give us a five-star review. <laughs> That's what it would have been called, yeah. <laughs> uh, my number my number two, my 2018 movie, is probably my lowest hanging fruit on this list. And 2018 was a pretty strong year for movies. And when I was going through it, like I couldn't really find something that I thought was horrendously bad that I had seen that, that I'd seen that was made that year. 
I'm sure there was some horrendous shit that I didn't see. Um, but my 2018 movie was The Nun, which it's not a good movie. <laughs> it has some, it has some okay parts to it. It has some good makeup effects. It has some interesting shit to it. Uh, but on the whole, not a good movie. Yeah, The Nun is a piece of absolute fucking shit. <laughs> my number one, Dom, number one, 2019. We're, we're current, almost current. It's 2020 now, but. My number one is your number one, and it's everyone's number one. It's, it's the, the worst fucking movie ever made. It's the collective number one of the universe, not just of the 2010s, but of any movie yeah. ever made. We're, we're talking this movie is worse than The Room. This movie is worse than Plan 9 from Outer Space. You know, because at least Plan 9 from Outer Space was endearingly bad. <laughs> at least I, The Room is endearingly bad. At least The Room has some, like, unintentionally funny parts to it. No, this is torture. This, this is pure torture. Yeah, this movie is fucking agony on celluloid. And not in, like, the cool Lucifer Valentine way. You know why it's pure torture? Is knowing that the original filmmaker coming back to it could do so poorly. Yeah. And that it was just... It makes me doubt the original. Which sucks, because I love I Spit on Your Grave. Yeah. But I Spit on Your Grave, Deja Vu from 2019, is the absolute worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. And worst, bar none. Not only is it the worst movie I've ever seen, it is... It starts out bad. And it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And it never fucking relents. It never stops somewhere in, it's in, long this, too. in this world. That movie is still going. <laughs> <laughs> it's still haunting my dream. Yeah. In, in Mirz Archie's twisted mind, he's probably fucking shooting additional footage to go along with it right now <laughs> for like the director's fucking criterion edition of this movie that is 76 hours long. <laughs> and most of it is that last 15 minute scene where it's shot from a far distance you can't even see the actors faces and all of the voices are overdubbed what the fuck is wrong with this movie <laughs> it's fucking terrible all right honorable mentions dom i said i had some honorable mentions but i don't have actual movies uh, i'm just gonna give the worst movies of the decade based on genre okay i'm gonna lump all these movies in categories and tell you i fucking hate anything regarding any of this and i know some of this <laughs> might be debatable for you you know what grinds my gears you know what grinds my gears in the 2010s something that we did a little too heavy found footage movies ghost hunting movies big blockbuster franchise bullshit like insidious part 87 cgi shit fest remakes reboots and anything made by ui bowl <laughs> He didn't Those do a lot in the 2010s, mentions. but it doesn't matter. I don't care what he yeah. did. If he made anything in 2010s, it's in my own. Okay, so would you put, where would you put I Spit on Your Grave next to anything Uwe Boll ever made? I Spit on Your Grave, Deja Vu. I would say I Spit on Your Grave, Deja Vu is slightly worse than Uwe Boll's worst movie. Yeah, I think so too. Just especially based on my anticipation and expectation of the movie. See, when I see Uwe Boll slapped onto any kind of movie, yeah. I know it's going to be terrible. Yeah. But, but when I see I Spin in Your Grave and the remakes, I shit on remakes and reboots just like I did currently. The remake of I Spin in Your Grave is fucking excellent. And I so spin it's in number your grave two too. Yeah. and three. All the sequels to the remakes are good. Yeah. But you're going to tell me that the guy can come back 30 years after the fact and make the sequel he always wanted to make to the movie. <laughs> and and it can bullshit. be so fucking terrible. Yeah. That's the worst movie of all time. Still, fuck you, evil. You're yeah. a worse human being than Emil Zarchi. But, you know, he's kind of like a, a sad, tragic figure in filmmaking. Right. Emil Zarchi. Evil is a, just a f shitty human. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the sad thing about I Spit on Your Grave Deja Vu is it makes 
Uwe Boll's movies look coherent. I would say that Hitler is the second worst German of all time. <laughs> Only to Uwe Boll. <laughs> <laughs> no one else in the Reich. If we're, we're not, we're not talking Mengele. Yeah, we're going, no, we're going Hitler's Hitler. number two. Uwe Boll. Boll's number one. Oh shit. <laughs> Boll, and, and Boll is, is a strong number one. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 You almost feel bad for Hitler as a person. <laughs> Being put on the same list as Uwe Boll. Yeah. You feel sorry for Armin Muse for, for vaguely looking like Uwe Boll. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I feel so guy. bad for Armin Muse looking like Uwe Boll that I'm willing to sacrifice my own penis to make him feel better. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's a vegetarian now, though, so you can just give him a carrot cut into the shape of a penis. <laughs> I wonder if anyone ever does that to him. <laughs> Messing with him in prison. Messing with Armin. <laughs> Thank you, patrons, for joining us for our worst horror movies of the decade. Uh, we will be back next week with bonus content, including the Patreon shoutouts. You know, yeah. we're a little long-winded tonight. It's very late. At the time of this recording, it is now 11 o'clock at night, and me and Dom have to get up very early in the morning, but we're still making it happen and creating these long-winded episodes about Ui Bull for you. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the only reason that we do this. And uh, as H.P. Lovecraft once said, as... Even he hated Uwe Boll, and Uwe Boll is European and white, so that says something. <laughs> and and slightly less racist. <laughs> if it smells like fish, throw the fucker back.